It's Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network, and I'm here to talk to you about RevengeLover.com. It's a great place to get logos, sponsors, artwork, t-shirts, anything and everything you need artwork design-wise. This is the place to go. Uh, you go to RevengeLover.com, you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and fit, find something that pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.RevengeLover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four-Eyed Radio. Check us all out on foureyedradio.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And we actually have two guests in the studio. This is a record for us because this is two different guests in the same month instead of the same oh, guest wow. in the same month. That was last year. A buddy of mine, he found out I had a podcast. He's like, oh, can I be on? We're like, yeah, sure. He comes on. And he's like, can I come on again? We're like, yeah, sure, because no one else wants to. So, um, But I, I, met these, I met these two uh, wonderful people uh, through another friend of ours, Annabelle. Uh, they came on Socially Awkward, but it's none other than Sarah and Matthew. Go ahead and say hello. Hello. Hey, hey. So, yes, you guys are back because uh, during our talk on Socially Awkward, I we found out that, uh, or I found out, I was like, Wait, you guys like horror movies? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, I do a horror podcast. And you guys were like, yeah. So I was excited. <laughs> I told story, her, man. I yeah. told her about it, and she was like, all right, cool. Like, we can get more guests on the show. Yeah. So um, for people who don't listen to all the other shows on the network, which I'll get through all that spiel, uh, I have to pull up my notes and everything because I totally forgot to do that. I tried to be prepared tonight and wasn't. Yeah, so that's on me. You um, have the beer ready. That's what's important. <laughs> that's what's important. Um, but of course, uh, where uh, what do, what do you two do for a living? What do you, what do you, uh, what if people are looking uh, who are just tuning into this podcast? Sarah and Matthew, you guys run a blog, um, and it's uh, the geeks who like to eat. Or geeks who like to eat. Geeks who eat. Geeks who eat. Geeks who eat. No help from her. Can you see that? She's just like, yeah. Testing you. No, not testing me. She's just like, oh, well, just to be fair, that. this is the same person who forgot the name of his own Godzilla podcast. So. Yeah, <laughs> but of course, when was the last episode? Was that one? Uh, I have exactly no because you don't listen to it. It was like three years ago when I started the podcast. Well, you're to be well on the bright side. At least you're up to episode five on that one now. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because we took this episode and turned it into a Godzilla episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm really not helpful. (laughs) Why he still does a podcast with me, I have no idea. Because apparently, well, we just brought it up, the Godzilla podcast, you know, it didn't work because I didn't have a (laughs) co-host. Oh, yeah, that's right. You need one of those. That's why you still have me. Well, good luck finding another horror fan. (laughs) He's like, what too? Too? Oh, well, I guess I'm out of job to here. But yes, uh, so what do you guys what, uh, like food-wise? Everything you've been making some new stuff, uh, sending things over. Anything you want to promote? Um, you know, actually, the biggest thing we're promoting right now is um, we are doing a party with the Crown Plaza Phoenix Airport. Yes, I got it right. Uh, and Phoenix Comic Con for. 
Revenge of the Fifth. Ah, yes. I did so, get your, your invite for so that one. So we're, we're making a couple cocktails based on a movie from a galaxy along far, far away and all that jazz. And Long time ago. We're, we're trying not to infringe on copyrights for <laughs> other reasons. And um, so we've got a couple cocktails that we're doing for them. And, you know, they're giving away free rooms. Like, they're giving away a free room for Comic-Con weekend. Oh, wow. And then they're for, like, the whole weekend. And then they're also giving a room away for, like, if you want to do a staycation or, say, you're traveling and you're going to be leaving the next day, you want to stay the night, you know, you can stay the night and park your car for up to 14 days in their parking. And oh. you're not paying, like, airport fees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're oh, giving that away. It's they're, still, you know, it's not, like, right next to the convention center, but it's still a legit option because you can just walk out the front door and then across the street and then you're at a light rail stop and then you're 10 minutes to the convention center. Yeah. Oh, or you can nice. take a lift and it's about a five-minute drive. And from what we're told... And again, this is still not 100% confirmed, but what we've heard is that during Phoenix Comic-Con, they are not going to be doing surge pricing for Lyft because they have a deal with Comic-Con. Oh, okay. So so if you want to – it's a great option because it's not on site. And so if you want to, you know, catch some Zs, you've got an early day the next morning, you don't want to deal with all the noise in the hotels, you know, it's a really great option. Also, you're not going to wait 30 minutes to go up the elevator. Yeah, that's true. Very true. So and, that's... and it's closer, like, proximity-wise than even the Sheridan. Because, like, you can hop on to the light rail and get to the Crown Plaza. But Sheridan, you actually have to walk all that way. Like, there's not really a quick way to do it. So, you know, they're also giving away, I think, a dinner. Damn. At their, like, they're giving away several prizes, but you have to be at the event. It's a free event. Just RSVP on the Facebook invite. So it's a free event that has booze and is giving shit away. Correct. Why would you not? And go? it's and it's Star Wars themed. So and Star Wars themed. So, All right, so you I'm in. definitely <laughs> want to go check this out. You know, we'll we'll be on site discussing our cocktail, as it were. You know, actually, we're making two. So yeah, oh, very cool, very cool. So that's yeah. that's our biggest promotion, I think, right now. Very nice. Well, yeah. So definitely check that out. But we'll probably we'll probably have to see if you can come on socially awkward again right before then. We'll go ahead and promote the promote it some more to give it some more oomph, oomph to it and everything like that. But um, of course, um, you can find us on fourradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and now Google Play Music. Of course, don't forget to check out Revenge Lovers. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4 i Radio show, and you get 10% off of your first order. I figure I want to get all that, because we might actually get a lot more listens on this episode, because you guys are kind of a little bit well-known. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. And I mean, I'm pretty sure you might well, promote the well, hell. More well known than I am, so you're good. <laughs> say, you probably really go just because I have a fan page, please. <laughs> that's, that's all like my friends being like, I'll like her because, dude, she's going to bug the hell out of me if I don't. So <laughs> yeah, I don't even have a fan page. I have a Anna Please Leave Me Alone page. So. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I figure then, you, well, you know, once this episode, because this will get released pretty much, everyone's, we're recording Wednesday, but it gets released on Thursday, so I figure you guys will probably promote the hell out of it and everything that, so, yeah. um, which we're always happy about, but yeah, um, so, basically, since you guys are here, usually when we have guests on, uh, we usually just talk about, you know, a little bit of current events, not too much, I mean, there was a trailer that came out, which we will touch upon, because I'm very curious about everyone's, uh, take on it um but without further ado we usually ask you guys some questions such as what got you into horror movies what was maybe like one of your first 
what if you can remember the age and what you saw and did it traumatize you and then later when you went back and watched that movie you're like oh yeah no i really uh, you know it did scare me as a little kid but i have come to appreciate it or were you like no fuck that movie never touching you again <laughs> or were you, was it like a movie that you watched and you're like all right this genre now fascinates me kind of thing yeah i i can't say there's a specific movie um but i've always felt you know the spooky stuff halloween scary movies like all of that's always been you know very enticing to me so it wasn't like a particular event, but I don't ever remember not being into that kind of scene. Gotcha. I love my husband and all, but man, that's weak. <laughs> weak sauce. So Aww. I remember my story. All right, here I we go. I was six. Oh, okay. I saw Jaws. Me too! I was afraid to go to the bathroom because I thought Jaws was going to come out of the toilet. So I spent a good six months flushing before I'd go. <laughs> and from there on out, it just kind of built like my mom sort of encouraged it a little bit. Like, I wasn't allowed to see, like, the Freddy Krueger movies. Or it wasn't so much that I wasn't allowed to see them. It was she would not show them to me. Like, if okay. I saw them at a friend's house, I, it was not... I wouldn't get in trouble by any means, but she wasn't going to pay for me to see them. Okay, yeah. So she started me out right. Like, Vincent Price, House on Haunted Hill, all of mm. the Universal monster movies. There we go. You know, Bella Lugosi's Dracula, um... The Mummy with Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff, and yeah. So, like, I just started there, and then it just kept growing and Very growing, nice. and it kept going. <laughs> okay, so maybe at a, at a certain age, did you latch onto a franchise, and then has that franchise changed? Or do you just like to, you know, like, you're like, no, nah, you know what? If people like Freddy, they like Freddy. If people like Jason, they like Jason. Because some people do have those, like, no, Freddy's better than this person or this person, like their genre, if you have that or not. Yeah, I think I was I was really raised on like the '80s slasher icons. Okay, like you know, probably especially Freddy. Freddy got a near and dear spot in my heart. Now, did he grow with you, or did he get corny as he went on with you? Like, because I know some people have that different range where they saw a certain Freddy Krueger movie, they're like, "Oh, I like this guy. Like, he's funny. He makes jokes, everything." That. But then we watch like the original one. He's like not cracking jokes. He's like, "No, I'm gonna murder your face," kind of thing. Uh, or did you like? Or did you go? No, Freddy was cool when it was like these three movies, and then when it got to this movie, like he became too corny. Or were you just like, "No, I'm just enjoying the ride." Yeah, you know, I think I I didn't watch them chronologically the first time, so I. I got the like the corny Freddy, and that's always kind of the icon okay. in my mind. So I never, I never got that weird realization. This is not what I thought it was when I started <laughs> watching. Oh, that's funny. Especially when you find out his past, you're like, oh, this guy's a. That's his backstory. Why is he cracking jokes? Murder him! What the? F <laughs> um. So I have kind of a weird question. So, um, do you have a movie that you feel like either doesn't get credit? enough as a horror movie or you just feel like it's even though it's not very well known it's still kind of like a favorite in your mind because mine personally is trick-or-treat i don't know if you've ever <gasps> I seen i love that, that movie so <laughs> oh my gosh that <laughs> that's is mine one of, in my mind so i didn't know if you guys had that's one. one of my top five favorite horror movies right oh, yeah nice. i you know honestly like i have two okay my the one that nobody seems to like that i'm totally obsessed with and it's Still my favorite horror movie of all time. It's my favorite movie of any kind of all time. And that's House of a Thousand Corpses. Like, okay. I don't think it gets enough credit. Like, people, like, don't love Rob Zombie's horror movies. Like, he just gets, like, the shit end of the stick on that. And, like, he has done some that I don't love. Lords of Salem was garbage. And I didn't say that, no. It, it's not even worth seeing it. it was, okay. <laughs> you know, his Halloween renditions were pretty, but... I don't want to know about Michael Myers. Like yeah. I don't. I don't want to know his backstory. He's scary because I don't know it. Yeah, yeah. 
But another movie that doesn't get like nearly enough credit is Grave Encounters. Okay, I keep hearing about this. And it's a found footage horror movie. Okay. And it, it sort of parodies ghost adventures in the beginning and then turns into a legit scary movie. Oh, okay. So, like, they're kind of making fun of, like, that character type. Yeah. But then they get, like, into a serious movie. Oh, okay. And so it's so good. It's so, so good. I saw it the first time when it was at the Royale, when the Royale was still in Mesa. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, this really great experience seeing it on this tiny screen with, like, 30 people. Oh, that's great. And yeah. so it was on Netflix for a long time, and it's not on any streaming anymore, and uh, it kills me. I'm like, why? <laughs> I know. So it's so weird. They always do that. Like, there's something you want to go back around and watch, and then you're like, oh, it's it's gone. They probably it. they probably <laughs> took it off because I watched it so many times. So like, okay, we're tired of paying royalties on this guy. <laughs> Oh, they're just all, they're like, get to keep it on because someone keeps watching it. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. I think an underrated pick in my book is The Descent. So a lot of people think it's just, a lot of people tell me that they didn't think it was scary. I thought it was lame. I really liked it because it like touched on like so many deep seated fears, you know, like the inversion of natural order, the claustrophobia, the darkness, the darkness. Yeah. Especially the darkness. Yeah. Like yeah, it, it that touched was on the, all these like primal fears. That was the first movie that actually made me scream out loud. So <laughs> nice. I'm still waiting for that movie. The Descent? No. A no, movie, movie that'll make me scream, scream out, out loud. loud. Oh, got it. I'm dumb. I'm so uh, like <laughs> I'm so desensitized. Like I get scared, but not not that scared. Well, I mean, you can you can convince yourself you're not gonna be scared by any movie, but it's you really should go into it trying to get scared, like trying yeah, no. to, yeah. to buy into it. Yeah. No, yeah, I I mean, like, I always like when the movies have the twists and turns and there's something, you know, but when it's literally like, when it does that weird twist totally at the end, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the direction we went. Uh, I okay. felt that way about The Gallows. Yep, same. Uh, that the Gallows and The Last Exorcism. I haven't seen both The Exorcism those, one, but yeah. Both of those movies, the last five minutes ruined the whole movie for me. I was like... Are you kidding me? I felt like, what? I felt like with the gallows, the last five minutes was the only action in the entire movie. Well, I felt like it explained something. Again, it goes to that whole like I don't want things like it explained and wrapped itself. I don't yeah. want it all wrapped up in a neat little package. Found footage is supposed to be scary because you don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's why like you know the when Blair Witch came out, it was so scary because like you didn't know. You're like, what the heck just happened? And then it ends, and you're like, what? Yeah. Well, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, um, It Follows did a really good job with that. Like, they, I don't know if you guys have seen that or not, um, but I thought it was very clever that they were just like, oh, yeah, it's a creature that follows you around. They don't explain anything. They don't, like, tell yeah, you how I to like stop that. it or and, kill it. And or... then when it ends, you're just kind of like, oh, like, no explanation, no no idea if it's still out there kind of thing or just anything. You're just like, oh, and I'm like, and I do like when, like, don't get me wrong, if you can wrap it up and give me a good ending, go for it. But if you can't, Fucking just leave me hanging, because sometimes you're just like, wow, if you literally cut off, like, the last two minutes of this movie, and it just ended, like, two minutes before it's supposed to end, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Like, and, and like, don't try uh, to leave it open for a sequel. Yeah, don't. Like, that, yeah. that can get, like, really obnoxious. Yeah. Like, it was really great, like, when, like, movies started to first do it, and you're like, oh, there's going to be a sequel, yeah, and now it's just like, oh, there's going to be a sequel. Or you, uh, could, yeah. or you could just be the biggest troll in movie history and just be Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> where you, you everyone's like when's Moment that silence. when everyone's like when's that sequel coming and it never did did anybody really ask when the sequel was well, coming first off first off put yourself in the mindset when everyone saw that movie okay <laughs> when you saw that movie you're at a certain age and you go my god 
yes, this doesn't make any sense to the video game, but that movie was amazing. And then you look back at it going like, what the fuck? No. Like, that was good? No. What? I had standards as a child. No. Yeah, did <laughs> I had that, Disney did... standards. Disney ruined me. I was like, no, Disney puts out a good movie. Can't, have, can't do that, no. <laughs> Disney puts out a good movie? I don't know. Come on, they had Mr. Boogity. I mean, that's probably actually my first foray into horror now that I'm thinking of it. Because I watched that when I was in, like, kindergarten. I have no idea what you're talking about. <gasps> what? Mr. Boogity and Bride of Boogity? It's no, like no. Disney horror. And they did it in, like, the 80s. It had Christy Swanson. And for the longest time, you couldn't find it anywhere because rumor had it that Christy Swanson's people would not let it be released because she was kind of embarrassed that she did it. It was like a made-for-TV scary oh, movie. Okay. It's Disney scary. But, like... You can get... It's on Amazon now. Actually, in Disney's offense, they can get pretty creepy sometimes. I agree. Like, no, I didn't say they couldn't get creepy. Movie. Like The Witch from Snow White or... Uh, uh, the uh, the Watcher Beauty. in the Woods is another scary Disney movie. It's a live action. These are all, like, 80s movies. Oh, okay. But, like, go... Like, if you want to go spend 10 bucks, go to Amazon and go, like, get Bride of Boogity. Or, not Bride of Boogity. Get Mr. Boogity. That's the first one. It, it was, like, horror. It was kid horror. <laughs> But yeah, that would be the only movie I know that's the biggest troll movie in the world is would be Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I that, don't know. I'm gonna go with Troll Hunter. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, what about trolls. Movie? Yeah, I mean that movie was all about trolls. Yeah, but that was a good movie. <laughs> okay. It was pretty fun, and it was like it was like the found footage thing. Is but that then, the Norwegian one? Yeah, it's a Norwegian yeah. one. Like, and I was like, that's actually quite clever, you know. So I mean, get props. Prop no, good for you, Norwegians. You did something right. I'm like, fuck you. You're still waiting for the sequel for Mario. Yeah, the only person in the entire world who's still waiting for the sequel for Mario. <laughs> actually, I, I knew a way. Actually, I knew a way you could actually save the Mario film if you wanted to. Oh jeez. Like for a reboot, instead of doing live action, just do a computer generated movie. And then you can pretty much get everything you needed in it. And fuck, it's going to be cheap as hell because you just have to pay for the CGI because you already have the guy who does like half of the Mario cast <laughs> as one person. So you're like, this guy's this guy. Can you do this guy's voice? He's out of the movie. Just write him out. Just fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, okay. So that's really kind of cool. Well, now I learned something. I didn't know. i got to look for that now. The, the uh, Mr. Boogity. Mr. Boogity and the Bride of Boogity. Uh -huh. Okay, the sequels. All right, so they, there's two movies. I'll have to look for that. I'm going to look. Yeah, that's, that's, let's just see. It's like kid horror. Like that's like what people should like start their kids out. Oh on. yeah, well that's like what's it called? Uh, like how was it? Little monsters, or like monsters under the bed? It was like yeah, that. Oh, little, little monsters. Yeah, little monsters. With Howie okay. Mandel. Yeah, Howie Mandel and uh, oh fuck, Fred Savage. Yes. There yes. we go. I, I knew Savage. I was like Ben or Fred. I was oh. like, no, it's the older one because we didn't find out he had a brother until Boy Meets World. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Did that just spawn from him? Like. All right, so I have another question for you guys. Have you either of you ever had any paranormal experiences? Oh, that's a loaded question for us. <laughs> so, Is it? So Matthew, I, maybe so you I, should explain your feelings on that. <laughs> I would love to believe in ghosts, okay. but I'm a confirmed skeptic. Okay. So that's be acceptable. The be the coolest thing. I just don't think it. I don't, don't think it's out there. What about aliens? Uh, there's probably aliens somewhere. I'm pretty sure they've never visited us. So I'm assuming what about since you don't dinosaur? believe it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dinosaurs, dinosaurs exist. Hoax, total hoax. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they made a movie about Jurassic Park. There were no real dinosaurs in it, so... <laughs> what about you? <laughs> like, That's I am a firm believer in ghosts. My mom's house is haunted. I have seen a ghost in the kitchen there. She has seen on a separate occasion 
the same woman, and my ex-husband, when we were living with my parents, he saw somebody in the kitchen. Oh. Um, so I've heard doors in that house closed that have no reason that they should be closing at 2 or 3 in the morning. You know, it's... You know, it's just what, something uh, I believe in. I've been to the Whaley House in San Diego, oh, yeah, and right. I've actually had experiences in the Whaley House. I have smelt cigar smoke. I have smelt perfume. Okay. Like, okay. I have had, so I've had, like, and I was too young to know that it was supposed to be those things. Like, yeah. I was on a field trip in grade school, because when you live in California, that's just especially, you go. you go to Old Town, you know, San Diego, and that's one of the stops. So, like, I remember being there, and I asked the 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 guide i was like why is there like cigarette smoke because as a kid i didn't know cigar yeah i knew cigarettes because my parents smoked and i was like what why was there and she, the tour guide's like no that's cigar smoke like that's mr whaley oh. and i was like whoa creepy so or you could have just walked by maybe the tour guide smoked in- cigars so then he could just <laughs> maybe but i mean it was inside yeah, mr whaley yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure in a historical building they don't really encourage smoking. So yeah, I'm just kidding. So you know, I mean, it is it is what everybody wants to believe it is. I want to believe that there's ghosts. So you know what? The experiences I've had have allowed me to do so. Yeah. You know, does that mean uh, unequivocally that there are ghosts? No, but it doesn't mean that there aren't ghosts. So basically. Uh, you believe that there are until scientifically proven that they don't exist. Absolutely. And you're the opposite. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you with uh, saying like your parents' house, um, like where, like how, 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 like how old is it? Like, not old. Not old. I mean, it's North Scottsdale, so I want to say the house was probably built in the eighties. Okay. Like it's like one of those like you know the desert subdivision houses yeah, yeah, yeah. that are popular. So maybe late eighties, early nineties, even. Mm. But it was just you know it's it was a timeless woman in there. So maybe it's something on the land prior. Like who knows? Yeah, yeah that's what I was land, curious. You know, it was. Are you guys the first owners of the house? Or no, was, my mom okay. rents it. So oh, okay. You know, and it's after my dad died, nobody saw the ghost. Ooh. So it was interesting that that like kind of like maybe he's keeping it away. I haven't seen my dad. I don't think my mom's seen my dad. She'd probably tell me. Pretty sure my dad. My, I mean, it's really kind of morbid, but my dad's ashes are in my mom's closet. So. That's not morbid. Uh, a little bit. I mean, most people don't keep. Most people don't keep dead humans in their house. They keep well, dead animals in their house. I'm pretty sure there's a couple, reserve, couple of houses in Mesa you haven't looked I at. I reserve that for the <laughs> trunk. Come on. Well, trunk is easier, but, you know, I mean, gag, we still have people making meth labs in there. And then you wonder, they're wondering why the cops showing up with, like, face masks and pulling everyone out of the house are going, what? What do you mean? <laughs> We're not allowed to make this? What? I saw a and ghost. And the cops up. Um, no, I was really curious about that. everywhere. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just, I was just, uh, that's a, that was a... We usually always try to we usually try to get writers to, people to write in if they're scary stories or anything that they or guests if the people in this area want to come on and tell about their experience and stuff. So that's really that's actually kind of cool. So how does that how's that dynamic work? Now that's what I'm curious about. How's that dynamic work where it's all like you heard a noise, you're like ghost, and he's all like, all right, the AC just kicked on. Is like, <laughs> anything like that, or is it like say, what, no, does she ever do things where you're all like, no, it's nothing, and then you're like, you turn over and Ben, you're like, I want you to say that. <laughs> 
Our apartment, I think, is relatively <laughs> like ghost. boring as okay. far as all that's concerned. Like cool activity in our apartment. But, like, it's like a North Scottsdale, like, you know, new apartment. Nothing happened there. Like, yeah. man, I'm like, I'm going to go back to my mom's. Like, at least, at least shit got real there, you know? Doors closing and craziness. You're like, I'm know. leaving you for my mom's house. <laughs> You're like, no. Not with the ghost here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If, like if you, you know, claim, you know, whatever happened, I, I, I would just be tolerant of it. Like, it's... I don't believe in it, but I'm not going to try and convince you that I'm right. It's right because I'll haunt your ass afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. I'll be like, oh, I died before you. Woo, you were wrong. I'm going to be like, oh, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who's the winner? He's like, well, me, because I'm living. <laughs> he's like, and while you're up, shut up. <laughs> He's like, can you grab a beer, or is that beyond your ghostly capabilities? Or... I know him better than that. It would be a couple fingers of good scotch. <laughs> Which is really hard when you don't have fingers to measure by. Well, ghostly fingers, you're like, eh. It's, like, it's probably easier because it's transparent. You're like, oh, there you go. Yeah. He's like, this is clearly not working out for me. <laughs> Well, at least he's getting scotch out of it, so. <laughs> Maybe. We don't know. <laughs> or she can pour. Yeah, it's just like. There's like, like the rule book where like, yep, can't pour scotch, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go uh, Against the ghost here. religion, apparently. <laughs> All my scotch ghost bottles religion. are knocked over and broken. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> All, right. Again? All right, I believe. I believe there is a mess to be cleaned up again. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, just trying to think. So, um, okay. Um, well, we'll talk about this because we, we do have some time because this show really doesn't run longer than like an hour usually and stuff like that. That's because we haven't been on it before. Oh, no. No, there's, <laughs> that's the reason why it's during the weekday and work in the morning. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, big question. So, of course, uh, remakes and reboots and new movies coming out and stuff like that. Of course, we did today get the teaser trailer to... Uh, or not teaser trailer, but a trailer for the new Stephen King's It movie, which has been a big thing on the internet right now that I've noticed that either people are like, oh, this looks good, or other people are like, no, 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 no. Now, I don't know if this is because people are have read the book and are attached to the book and they just like the Tim Curry movie, or the fact that they just like the Tim Curry movie and they just feel like none of their quote-unquote childhood should be harmed with reboots. I, you know, I, I watched the trailer, and it looks really creepy and scary, and I think the actor, I can't remember his name, Sarsgaard, mm-hmm. whichever Sarsgaard brother he is, yeah. cousin, he looks really good, and he looks really scary, but I'm really annoyed with the fact that they're breaking it up into two movies. Yes. Like, I'm really annoyed by that, because when I always see movies that are broken up into two movies, it's not executed well. It's usually, like, they add too much filler, and it's... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We did not need three Hobbits. Agreed. One would have been good. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, and so, like, to have it broken up as, like, the first movie's the childhood, and then the second movie is the, like, adult part. Yeah. Like... As I recall from seeing, and it's been a long time since I watched the the Tim Curry version, it kind of goes back and forth. It wasn't like yes. straightforward, you know, here's the kids, 
you know, experience. It's like done through flashback. Yeah, they did a lot of like they showed you like the early stages. If I believe that, like again, like I even told her, I was like, we got to watch that movie before we watch the the new one. But yeah, you kind of see the beginning of it and everything like that, and then it does like a good like it shows you a little bit of their childhood, but then it shows them kind of grown up, and then it kind of shows like that whole flat like remember like it's like we've been here before, remember? And then they it would go back to like the- certain places and stuff like that, but. The Tim Burton, or not Tim Burton, Tim yeah. Curry version. Tim Burton version of that would be interesting. So, was that one the miniseries or an actual movie? Because, like, it's, how was long a, was it? It was a two-part miniseries, so I believe, I could be completely wrong on this, but I believe the first, both movies are, like, two hours. So, that so could I think be they, I think it was trying. like So, I think it was, like, two hours one night, and then the next night was the, the remainder of it. Now, as I remember the TV movie, and I could be wrong, I'm like, yeah, the first part's great. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe you see why they're probably trying to split up the movie into two parts. Then I just I always feel like the the TV miniseries of Stephen King's like you know books are typically better than the movie versions. You know, like obviously Misery is an exception to that. Yes, but like I always feel like the TV like The Shining is a great you know it's it's a great movie. But if you've read the book, it's not. Any the, yeah. the Jack Nicholson version is nothing like the book. The miniseries that was on TV with the dude from Wings. Yeah. Now they actually followed the book, and it was really pretty well done. Like. Yeah. Well, I think it's like you have more time with that, and uh, with the, the those kind of miniseries, like it. I mean, they did a great job, but like I said, it's like well, if you never read the book, because I remember watching the original movie before I read the book, because I was like little when the book came out. So watching it, and then when I got to that second part, I was like, how is it? He's a fucking spider? What the... No expert... We're not gonna... All right, he's a fucking spider. Okay. What? Like, it's like they, didn't, they really didn't do, like, a good execution when it got to, like, the last part of that, like, you know, miniseries. You're like, you just kind of crammed everything together. And there's another one like that he did, like, it was called, like, I think Tommy Knockers. Yeah. And you're like, this is really good. And then you watch the second half, you're like, oh, it's fucking aliens. What the fuck? Like, come on! Spoilers. I felt Seriously. that way about, uh, it was actually Sorry, this stuff has been out for a while, so it's your damn fault. You yeah. Yeah, it's probably true. I feel that way about Dreamcatcher. Like, yes! Like, that movie, I was like, oh, what? Yeah. I was like, wait, what? No! Oh! Oh! I was, like, so angry that I even watched it. I was like, oh. The yeah. whole Duddits thing, I was like, oh, yeah. no. The only Fail. alien movie I feel like that was actually creepy was Fourth Kind. I didn't like that one. But I think really, I turned it off. Well, really, well, it gets really good at the end. But honestly, I don't really view it like I know they're like, oh, it's aliens. But I personally believe it was probably like more demonic related, just because <laughs> like they're like speaking ancient Babylonian, and there's this part where the girl's like being lifted up by the alien, or as I would call it, being possessed and hovering, and she says something in ancient Babylonian along the lines of "I am God," and then her spine snaps. Yeah, because that's like, typically oh, that's, alien behavior. Yeah, totally alien. <laughs> well, maybe it's Frank in his first days. Like, come on, easy, easy, easy. <laughs> He's like, damn it, not again. Third one this week. Come on. He's like, well, I don't got any thumbs, and my hands are like this. <laughs> it's an old, old episode of the horror cast. I was joking around. Where, like, it always seems like aliens have like that, but I was like, what if they're like this? I'm like, how did I... How drink before. How do I, before? How do, I like... do anything in my life before? Yeah, I mean, what, do they have crab claws or? No, it's just like three fingers, but without the like the the thumbs. No, or... Presumably, they like don't this. drink, and that's why they're so grouchy, and they're always like trying to like yeah. invade Earth. Earth. I'm so angry. If only I could get a beer. <sighs> Kill for a beer. You want to go to Earth? Murder some people? Yeah. All right. Beer? I'm driving. Fuck those guys. They can drink beer. How do I drive this? <laughs> Why 
did we build things for thumbs? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so going back, going back, <laughs> going back to the, going back to the it, uh, uh, the trailer and stuff like that. Yeah, I thought it was very eerie and creepy, and I liked it. I think one of the children from uh, Stranger, Stranger Things. Things is in it. Um, um, it's the one un, like non-memorable kid that like made friends with Eleven in the first place. I feel like he's the only one that you don't remember because there's Eleven, and then there's the there's Dustin, there's Dustin. Will, because Will goes fucking. This is what I love. Will goes fucking missing, but I remember Will. Yeah. And then like, we gotta find Will. I'm like, yeah, we do. Yeah. Like, you remember all the kids, and you're like, oh yeah, there was a kid that was friends with Eleven. I forgot about him. Like, I couldn't even remember what he looked like until I like looked him up on IMDb. I was like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. But yeah. So I know, I know, with this new adaptation of it, they're trying to do a lot more closer to the book. Uh, so yeah, again with the two split movie, because you know what's gonna happen. You're gonna get a really good, solid like first movie and the second movie is going to have its parts but then you feel like it's like uh oh shit 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 we got to have it the same running time and uh here's your there's a fucking spider and you're like what the f again yeah <laughs> it, it definitely it, so. feels like when they split like movies into two it's like they take like the first three quarters of the book mm. and throw it all into the first movie and then, because, like, that's, like, where the natural break is. Like, yeah. and then the storytelling. Like, Harry filler. Potter did the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, guys, come on. You didn't really need to do that. And I'm a diehard Harry Potter fan. So for me to be like, you don't need two movies out of this, that's saying a lot. Well, that's the thing. That's what I think. Maybe that's why they do it. Because they were like, look, we put everything good in the first movie. Everyone goes sees it. And they're like, they got to see part two anyway. So, yeah, Fuck it. pretty much. <laughs> Because, you know, people just need a resolution. So yeah, they're like, like, well, I'll just give them a It's bunch like of they shit, take, like, the cares. last, like, two or three chapters of the book and then make it a two-hour movie, and you're like, I'll put it this way. If you ended Harry Potter the way the first movie ended, I'd be like, oh, my God, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's it. There's, they don't even fight the dark? What the fuck? Really? It just <laughs> ends like, on a beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't. Right they, now, they, you could use a spider. Okay, I'm just saying. Should have ended shows up. is yeah. when they were when they arrived at Malfoy Manor. That yes. is when they should have split that movie mm. and then had that whole that whole scene and everything happen in the yeah. second movie. Yeah, yeah, it would have made yeah. a lot more sense to. Yeah. Although it's not. I want to do that now. I just want to tell people like, no, there's no part two. This is this is how it ends. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> Although I will say, if I strike it, back, that's it. That's how it ends. Yeah. It didn't really go so well for Lord of the Rings, though, with the last movie. They're like, oh, we have to cram it all into this movie. And there was like seven or eight endings. And you're just like, oh, come on. Because I remember seeing it in the, in the theater. It's like three hour, freaking three and a half hour movie. And I'm like, okay, my bladder cannot take very many more endings. I really need a well, pee. I feel like, like with the Lord of the Rings, though, they like they focused on a lot of details that probably could have not been in the book. And didn't matter, yes. Because it's Peter Jackson, and he was pulling shit from the Cimmerillion, and it's like, if you really want to do the Cimmerillion, just make another movie. Exactly. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to make Kong, which you'll hate, so. Yeah. And I fucking hate the, I fucking hated his version of King Kong. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was really boring. Yes! See? Like, you. I watched it once, and I was like, well, I never need to see that ever again. Although, I will say, I was I like not it. a fan of King Kong, but Kong Skull Island, amazing. I, you know, we haven't seen it, and it looks good. And oh, it's fantastic. If you're huge in Godzilla, then you'll love it. If you're not, then it's just a normal I liked the, movie. I liked the, norm, the new Godzilla. Then you'll like this, because this is, like, builds into that. So I, I really liked what they you're, did. Like, you're, like, trying to sell, like, I'm like, I, I'm a Godzilla King Kong fan, and I'm not even like, it's the best. I was like... 
Uh, well, I think probably just because I went into it with such low expectations, I was like, actually, even I'm though really I try like to, even movie. though I try to explain to you, I'm like, no, no, no. Peter Jackson's Kong, King Kong, it has nothing to do with this. Like, just well, I'm aware of that. But I... <laughs> then the monkey shows up. She's like, that thing's huge. That doesn't look like Peter Jackson. I'm like, I just told you. I no. did not say that. <laughs> Alan, get me a beer. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, read between the lines because I can't put down my other two fingers. So you have an index and a, and a, and a pinky and a, and a ring finger. He's like, no, it's my, damn it. Uh, uh, but anyways, going back to this trailer and everything like that. So um, you, you seem to be on board, except like you're agreeing with me. It's like, uh, we know that second part of that movie, unless they pull it off, which we don't know. But again, this is why I lower my bar for like everything. So even if I walk out of the movie, I'm not super disappointed. I mean, oh, if, if nothing else, you at least get a visual facelift on. Yeah, yeah. So I did like his new outfit. I did like his design. I like how he's almost like Renaissance-y kind of looking. Like, so it's, yeah. it's kind of giving you a feel for this thing has been around for like ages kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do like that. Um, what about you? Now, you've never seen the original movie. Nope. Right? Okay. So... Any any input on this, or are you just going to stare off? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what I could add to it. I mean, it's... Well, okay, well, what did you think of the trailer? I thought it was really super creepy, and I hate clowns, so that's why I've never seen the original It movie, but that's why I'm going to see it, is because even though I hate clowns, I'm like, you know what, I might as well just deal with it and watch it, because... From what I heard, the first part's really good, so I might as well suffer <laughs> through the second part, too. But the second um, spider. You know, you know you want. You know, I do like spiders. They're but this good. is but this is interesting though, Anna, because now I get to watch the original it while on Prop Two Hundred Five. So oh, I get to rehash it now. Rehash, rehash. See if it holds. See, it's over. Yeah. Well, I know I can be watching, be like, "Fucking shit! It's a spider! <laughs> Holy crap!" Like, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Really? You're the one who's seen this movie? What? <laughs> <laughs> who are you?" Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this? Yeah, it's happened a couple times. Uh, like, who are you and what are you doing in my house? So, so you were saying you hate clowns. Yes. Like, and, you know, clowns, like, even, like, they're so just, like, boring and generic to me. Like, it pulls me out of that immersion. Like, it's really hard for me to get, you know, into the, the notion of being scared by a movie, with, you know, where clowns are Zombie the protagonist. With a killer clown. Well, it was a zombie clown, but. Yeah. Well, okay, but first off, when he's watching Zombieland, when a when a, a zombie runs out with clown makeup on, he didn't see that coming because the entire movie is zombies. That's true. So when your focus point is pretty much a clown, like that's your that'd be like if you're not afraid of dolls and the whole thing's about Chucky, then you're kind of like, well, meh. You know, well, I think that's where it kind of originated, is because whenever I was little, um, I was the unfortunate one to have the china cabinet with all the porcelain dolls in my room. With so dead eyes just staring. Yes, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, hey, you're the one who brought it up. <laughs> well, it was just like, it didn't really bother me as much whenever I was younger, but the older I got, like the creepier they got. So, um, and then I, we also, well, the reason why I bring that up is because my brother actually had like a porcelain clown doll that would sit in the china cabinet and it was Aww. the creepiest fucking looking thing you've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm so I think that's probably where most of it came from. And also, whenever I was really little, I saw the Twilight Zone episode with the mannequins where the mannequins come to life and I didn't see the end of it. I just saw like part of it and the girl's arm moves, like the mannequin's arm moves and it scared the shit out of me. 
and I didn't end up seeing the rest of the episode, so I just got like super creeped out by it at that point. So, so basically, your your in your biggest fear would be to be locked in a mall with nothing but clown mannequins. Probably, well, not a mall, but probably. Because I feel like with a mall, you can probably find weapons somewhere. And no, it's, it's just, it's, no, it's, okay, fine, it's a mannequin factory, there you go. I don't know, I mean, Fashion Square, you probably wouldn't find a mall. You yeah, find like a the weapon. first Doctor Who episode, Rose, like, yes. ma- that was kind of like, okay, this is a little disturbing to me, but, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was kind of creepy, so. So, okay, anyways, anyways. back to the, back to, okay, so the clown takes you out. But it's still kind of a, does it give you any kind of a creepy vibe of just like, oh, this could be enjoyable and stuff like that, even with that focal point? Well, I mean, with like any any Stephen King adaptations, it's uh, more about his storytelling, right? So like there, there's definitely something to get into there. I mean, it just, you know, I'll just have to deal with the fact that it's a clown. That's true. But I'm, I'm very curious because all you got to hear was him like laugh. So I don't know if we're going to get a different... Pennywise, is he going to try to do another kind of Tim Curry Pennywise, put his own spin on it? So you know, I just, I'm very curious about that. You know what I just realized, though, huh. that would have been really cool if he wasn't dead. Is Heath Ledger playing the playing Pennywise? Possibly. Yeah, that would have been... But again, like I said, like, you could even... Then again, he's already played one clown, so... But what I was saying is, like, you put him in the makeup, he can look exactly like how this guy looks, creepy and everything, but I'm saying, like, all we've heard was his laugh. We haven't heard him talk. We haven't heard the voice yet, so... I think I want to say that I read somewhere that he's trying to give it his own, like, he doesn't want it to be, like, like, I'm trying to be Tim Tim Curry. Curry, Which is smart. Like, I totally agree with that. Yeah, you're never gonna, you're never gonna match Tim Curry on anything. Yeah, Yeah, you just kind of have to put your own spin on it. Yeah, I was just wasn't sure because I know some people have tried to do that. But like, oh, I'm gonna just play it like this person because this person played it. And you're kind of like, mm, that's yeah. that person played it that way because he could. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it does look interesting. I know a lot of mixed reviews, but then again, that's the internet. Everybody's, you know, this sucks or this is great or this is stupid. You're stupid. Everything's ugly. I only have three fingers. You know, um, <laughs> all that kind of weird stuff on the internet. Yes. You know, what I just realized though is I think one of the reasons why people probably get so creeped out by it is because it's a combination of a spider and a clown, which people like. A lot of people either find clowns like stupid or scary as hell same with spiders like either you have no problem with it or you're like definitely afraid of them so i think it's just kind of like i think it's it never really dawned on me before like that that's a very interesting take for stephen king to have on it just basically say i'm gonna take people's two like to combine two like major fears that people have and put it into one Oh, see, I thought he just picked a clown, like, because that's what, like, since he's trying to lure kids in, like, he picks something, like, because throughout all history, if you think about it, clowns have been, you know, fun, they've been enjoyable, they've been gestures, they've been this, so you take something so innocent, so, like, that would, something in the entire world that would never harm you, you know, in your head, kind of thing, like, when you see clowns, and then turns into this, like... It's like the joke with Family Guy where he's all like, uh, for my next book it says Lamp, this killer lamp. You know, like you could take something so, like a beer bottle or something like that, but you put his storytelling, yeah. turns it into this like, holy yeah. fucking shit, that's creepy kind of thing, you know. I was actually talking to this guy at work today and he was like, yeah, I really enjoy Stephen King, but he does not know how to end his books. I was like, oh yeah, that's like, kind of ruined every book for me now. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, he figured out that Tolkien, whenever he gets written into a corner, he's just like, Eagles! <laughs> the eagles show up and save everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it happened like three times in his books. Yeah, because whenever Gandalf was trapped in the tower, eagle! Whenever they were trapped in the trees, eagles! And then at the end of the book. Eagles. Or, yeah. 
He's probably listening to the Eagles. I was hoping for that. Hotel California. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, it'll be very interesting to see. Now, um, have you guys seen any horror movies this year yet? Oh. And I'm not sure what's actually have come out because we're still in the very early stages of the summer stuff. Or are there any horror films that are coming out that you're like, ooh, I, I, I want to see this? Or even if you're like, I want to see this because I know how bad it's going to be. We just saw um, Personal Shopper. Oh, okay, it, yes. It was kind of masquerading as a horror film. It was not. Okay. It, was, uh, it had ghosts in it. Okay. It was not a ghost story. Okay. It had a thrilling plot, but it was not a thriller. Huh. It's, it was kind of like a weird art house kind of movie. Okay. Full of lots of amb- ambiguities, and it like made you... like It didn't tell you how it ended. Like You just had to make up your own damn mind how you wanted it to end. Yeah, Annabelle said it best on her uh, Facebook. She said the best part of the whole movie, because she was actually the winner of our giveaway. Oh, okay. She was like, the best part of the movie was talking with everyone outside trying to figure out what the hell we just watched. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a conversational piece. Yeah. Exactly. It's It was very much an art piece. Like, okay. It's, it's a French director. It takes place oh, in that's Paris. <laughs> you know, it's got Ugh. Kristen Stewart, so you can't have her talking too much. <laughs> Otherwise, the movie just doesn't work. That's the best description of her ever. No, it's true. You know, uh, Snow White, the Snow White movie with her was good because she was asleep most of it. Mm. So, you know, yeah, like... Yeah, a good portion of it. You know, like, it just... You know, <laughs> and it, so she, were we. She did her little awkward, like, you know, Face. thing where she, like, turns her head and she kind of just, like... Twitches a Twitches bit. a little bit and curls into herself a little. Like, yeah. I'm doing it, but you can't see me, which is probably better. But I'm sure all <laughs> of you can imagine. But... Overall, it was still a really good movie. Okay. Like all of that aside, it's it's worth checking out. Yeah. I would okay. Say. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. It was good. That I do kind of want to see that because I like to also just talk with people now and see what like everyone comes up with like a kind of a like theory of how it ended and stuff. Okay, that's kind of cool. So that was has that come out yet or is that coming it came out? out? It came out last week. Okay, so it came out last week. Wow. Okay, we yeah. saw Get Out, which is Get Out. Oh yes, yes. Ian oh. Peel yeah. or Jordan Peel rather. Jordan yeah. Peel. Yeah. yeah. We saw that. That's Super a fantastic movie. Yeah, everyone's been raving about that, so I was like, Super okay, awesome so I want to see that. Um, I'm trying to think what else is coming out this year besides... I'm trying to think of what recipes we did. <laughs> yeah, <there's laughs> life, life just came out. Yeah, Life. We haven't seen oh, that, Oh, yeah, I want to see that. It didn't do well in the box office. I think it, it did like $12 million opening weekend. But, like... I would love to have $12 million, is, I'm just saying. The, the problem oh, with I those think... kind of movies, though, is like... So you had Jake Gyllenhaal and you had Ryan Reynolds. They are not serious sci-fi actors. Yeah. So, like, it's not an actor, like, base that you would typically, like, go into and think, this is a solid sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Like, so there, it's already got that going against it. Alien Covenant is coming out in a few months, so... Everyone's looking forward this to is that a, Alien movie. Yeah, and this, this very much felt like Alien. Like, okay. you know, like, they find this like cellular creature and it's all a muscle which means it's all brain Mm -hmm. which was their tagline and so you know it's just it might have been a good movie we haven't seen it but it's a hard sell it's a hard sell among sci-fi fans yeah because it's not something that is so unique to the genre that it's like i gotta go see this Mm -hmm. you know people are like i'll wait till it comes out on netflix there's, there's also been like so many big releases too where it just like sucked all the air out of the room like, if you only got so many dollars to spend on going to see movies, like, there's been a ton in the yeah, last few weeks. Yeah, that's yeah, right, that's yeah. True. 
Yeah, like Beauty and the Beast, Kong. and then Khan yeah, is still Kong. out there. Yeah, and and we, yeah. we know this because we did recipes for a lot of these movies, and we did them all on top of each other. So it was like this like two-week period of, recipe, oh my gosh, we recipe, have to do this. Recipe. Oh my gosh, we have to put this out. Oh my gosh. So it was like Kong, Personal Shopper, and um, Life were all like the same week of making recipes and shooting. Oh, yeah. And so we would we'd talk to the, you know, the people we were doing the movies for, and they're like, yeah, there's like something like 20 movies coming out. In the next like two or three weeks, you know, between all of the like little independent movies yeah, that are coming yeah. out, etc. So like the ma- the market is always saturated with movies, but even more so during this time of year. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and I totally forgot. Yeah, yeah, the Alien Covenant movies coming out in May. Um, and also, I feel like with horror movies, it just seems like it's kind of hard to get horror fans to go and see it in the theater because they're like, I would rather watch it like in the dark at my own home. Kind See, of thing I to get a better the, experience. I prefer the but. theater experience. See, I like the theater with the the horror thing because, uh, like, a lot of people like sometimes you'll get a big turnout, but sometimes you get just like nobody in there. My problem though is all the stupid little sixteen year old girls are going Ew! at every moment, and it just yeah, I I, I agree with that, <laughs> but like. It's also, like, fun, though, when you get, like, a good crowd and you can feel that yeah. tension in the yeah, room. Yeah, like, that makes it better. That and, like, you're better. just, like, I remember when I saw um, Woman in Black with Daniel Radcliffe. Mm. Like, Another movie that they should have ended, like, ten minutes earlier. Yeah. I feel like it would have been so much better. Well, I was confused. I'm like, why isn't Harry using spells? What the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> Spider! Um. Uh... I, you know, I really liked that movie, and maybe it's because I'm a Harry Potter fan. So, oh, I haven't seen and it, it was so. like it was Daniel Radcliffe's first outing after yeah. Harry Potter, yeah. and yeah. so I was like, "Of course, I love you, Daniel Radcliffe." Of well, course. I felt like he did a fantastic job. It's just like the plot, like it was doing so well until like the last like five or ten minutes, like just that final twist at the end. I was like. Oh, this is crap. <laughs> it was depressing. Yeah. yeah. But interestingly enough, fun fact, because I'm full of those, <laughs> in they actually did a TV miniseries of The Woman in Black like, oh. in the 90s or something, oh. and the guy who played Harry Potter's father was the same role that Daniel Radcliffe played. Oh, no way. So it's like a Potter tie-in, yeah. and it's like dad playing the same character prior, so... It was. It's just like a really cool little fun fact. It's actually based oh, cool. off of a book too. Okay. So. Very cool. I actually want to check that out too. Now the little like made for like what TV movie? Yeah, kind it of was thing. like a BBC something. Like BBC. I think, oh, like, or... See that 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 might actually be a lot better than because this one was like what Americanized kind of. Eh, not really. Like I, you know, I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a really. Good I haven't job. seen it. So I I love those movies though, like where it's all supernaturally and. Oh, I love you know, that like kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, that's why I want to see. Yeah, oh, Insidious. I love Insidious. Insidious is so my favorite of the modern like series that are coming out like paranormal activity insidious and the conjuring like yeah. just take the cake for me like i'm like does james wan do anything bad no <laughs> well of course not. not they're all like yeah remember that movie we did we want you to do the sequel but it doesn't have anything it was a was a uh oh, ouija, ouija, ouija board uh, ouija experiment three or, i think was the third one or two or something yeah. i forget he, basically he, oh no so they did ouija and then they did ouija origin of evil and ouija origin of evil is actually so good yeah that that's was the a, one that he directed and yeah. it's interesting because they tie it into the first one which actually makes the first one suck less because like once you see the good second one you're like uh Ah. So yeah, that's what happened because they're like, they're like, hey, we want to keep this franchise going, but this movie really sucked. They're like, they literally even told him, they're like, you could literally just do whatever you want with it, just surrounded by this thing. He's like, you don't even have to have it tie in with the first movie you didn't want it to, but I guess he ended up he, doing it he anyway. He brought back Lynn Shay. So that's cool. That he was like, I love Lynn Shay. Basically, he probably looked. 
Like, anytime Lynn Shea is in a horror movie, I'm basically like, sold! Okay, cool. <laughs> Take <Yeah>. my money! <laughs> Okay, and, cool. Well, very cool. Well, I'm glad he was able to do that. But yeah, I freaking love him as a director. He's great. Him so. and Bloomhouse Productions never yeah. seems to be yeah. bad yeah. movies. Like, I'm like, it. if I see it's a Bloomhouse production, I'm like, hey, it's probably going to be good. Yeah, it usually is. It's usually fun. So, I mean, I do kind of like that, uh, those kind of horror movies and stuff like that. But I mean, we don't really get to see a big bunch of like horror movie turnouts until like, you know, October and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff because that's where they think they're going to make their uh, big, you know, bucks and everything like that. But, um, yeah, so I think I think that's gonna that's gonna wrap up this episode. Oh, I do have one other question for you guys. Um, is there a horror movie reboot that you've seen that you feel like actually did justice or did better than the original reboot? Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Yeah, actually. And the third one, the 3D one, was amazing. They brought back all of the actors from the original series, like uh, Gunnar Hansen, I think, was in it before. I think he passed away, didn't he, recently? He was in it. um, Why did I just lose his name? He's like my, like, lover. (laughs) Otis from House of a Thousand Corpses. Why can't I think of his name now? Uh... Not Sid Haig, not Sid Haig. Uh, okay, I was just throwing out names. Oh my gosh, I can't, why am I like, it'll come to me and I'll be like, I'm so stupid, I'm so sorry. Um, anyways, that guy, mm-hmm. Bill Mosley, yes! Okay, <laughs> so he was in it, and then they had the the gal who played uh, Sally in the original Marilyn Burns, oh. she was in it. So they actually, for this third one, they actually brought back all of these people who were in the original, like, series. Oh, okay. And it was super, like... Good. So for the third one, the second one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. I just rewatched it. It still sucks. Okay. But Arlie Ermy, I mean, it, he kind of steals the show, and it's great. But the the Texas Chainsaw with Jessica Biel actually was a pretty legit remake. Like it was really scary. They did a really good job with the cinematography. It's a it's a pretty movie. Like for a horror. Yeah, movie. it's like, very it's very well done, and it's funny because it's like it's even even though it's like uh, it still takes place in the same time period and stuff like that, but even like with the quote unquote kind of like updated look of the film, they still managed to make it look like that time period, mm-hmm. which is still pretty cool. Like even like the film kind of like looked the like tones yeah, that yeah, are yeah. like heavy in the movie. Like they did a really good job with that one. That was actually not bad. Um, what about you? Do you have anyone like that, or have they all just sucked? Yeah, uh, I, I'm just stuck. Thinking of all the ones that sucked, the <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street reboots, oh, uh, yeah. Halloween reboots sucked, yeah. yeah. Friday the Thirteenth reboot sucked, yeah. Okay, actually, and they released on Valentine's Day. Uh, actually, that that actually brings me to uh, the quote unquote kind of reboot, but kind of not reboot, uh, since uh, John Carpenter, I believe. I believe Halloween. Yeah, John Carpenter. Okay, yeah, that's you're not helping me one. at all. Sorry, I have no idea. Okay, I'm like looking at you for help, and you're just like, I crash I and burn. No, I wasn't trying to make you crash and burn. I just had no uh, clue. That's why I was giving he, you a point. He he's going to be doing the quote unquote third Halloween movie, where it basically uh, season of the witch doesn't exist, Silver which Shamrock. which is actually kind of funny if you actually remove Halloween from. And just called it Season of Witch. Not a bad movie, actually. If you don't think there's any correlation with Mike Myers ever in that movie, like it's its own thing. It's... I just get that song stuck in oh, my yeah, head every Halloween. <laughs> like you literally look at that and go like, actually not a bad movie. But when you're sitting there going like, where's Michael Myers? How does this have to do with Michael Myers? I'm still trying to figure out what this has to do with Michael Myers. Oh, it does. Oh, why is Halloween on the tag? You know. Uh, <laughs> so basically he's removing that and he's doing, boom. So it takes place right after the second one. So he's doing something like that, which I'm kind of like, all right. 
it's kind of interesting. The last guy who tried to do that a while ago was Superman Returns, and we saw how that worked out. Um, so it's all, it's in a way, it's kind of like a soft reboot. Yes, it's like a soft reboot. But they talked about oh, fuck. I keep blanking on people's names. Um, they want to have to play the Doctor in the movie is um, the guy who plays Freddy Krueger. Oh, Robert England. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. No, that doesn't work. Robert England is only good in campy roles. He's not good when you're trying to take him seriously. I don't know. And he's he's so iconic as Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah. you can't really, really put him in a different. Him. Yeah, I'm the only one that's on board with this. I'm not. You know what? I think Halloween, honestly, like well, then a giant spider shows up. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> with three fingers. Like, yeah. I feel like they're like. Halloween is just a dead franchise for me. Like you can't keep rebooting it. It's done. Like stop. Yes. It had like ten movies or something. Like you're done. Like stop trying. Rob Zombie, who is one of the most like, you know, amazing directors when it comes to like cinematography and whatnot. He tried, and it's still, like, su- like where do you go? You can try to explain Michael Myers like he did, which made it less scary and not as cool. Mm-hmm. Or you can just reboot the same story over and over and over, and it's not scary anymore. Like, Well, you're also looking at it like, yes, there's the hardcore horror fans, but it's also probably trying to get the new. But even the new people don't buy into the remakes. Like, the Friday the 13th remake uh, with, I don't even know who was in it, like, that they did, like, you know, seven years ago or something, right when they started rebooting everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they did the reboot of Nightmare on Elm Street. Nobody bought it. Like, nobody cared. Like, I think people would rather see you, like, remaster the old ones and re-release them into the theaters. Oh. Like, I think that that would be, like, a way, like, more, like, feasible thing. Like, Evil Dead. That remake made me so angry. Oh, that was terrible. It was so bad. It literally started raining blood. I'm like, this is literally gratuitous at this point. Like, and I was like, really? Like, and you know what? And I really liked it. I haven't seen I, it. I thought it was great because I thought it added something new. Like, there's, I, I there's, knew it was not going to be the same movie going in. She was in. super creepy, but I hadn't seen... Okay, this is me. I had not seen the Evil Dead movies going into that, so that was the first Evil Dead movie I saw. Whenever I saw the original Evil Dead, I was like, okay, this is a way better movie. But just going into it and, like, watching it, I'm like, okay, this is literally just gratuitous blood. They're just like, all right, and, and raining blood. There's, there's, the, the, there's the, the one the guy ending, who gets, the like... The chainsaw through the face. It's so gratuitous. And I'm just like, But there's yes. the one the guy who gets, thing, though, was like, creepy. A, he gets stabbed with yeah, glass. And he gets, like, yeah. shot with, like, a nail gun. And he gets, like, hit over the head. And he gets yeah. all these things. And then he gets, like... It's like freaking Die Hard. He like, he, like, dies because he gets, like, cut by something. I'm like, What? He went through all of these other traumatic body injuries, like blunt force trauma, and didn't die. Yeah, and but like a the little chick cut who, like, is what killed him. Yeah, and then the chick who like had to cut off her hand because it got infected and whatnot. And I'm like, all right, so you're... chick ash. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> like the best no. part of that movie was the after credit scene. Oh, I didn't even see the after credit scene. So spoiler alert, because it's old now. There is a Bruce Cam- Bruce Campbell does like a little cameo where he comes onto the screen and goes groovy, and then oh, it, that's it. I what? was like, I was like, that was worth the whole movie for me. <laughs> I was like, okay. You're like, all right, this is better again. But yeah, I did like. I thought that it had good some good elements, like the scene in the in the basement and like the tongue thing with the scissors and the. Uh, I just thing, feel but... like. <laughs> I think that was that, very descriptive. I, I think that Sam Raimi would have been far more successful with it if he had kind of rebooted it as it was yeah. and just modernized versus trying to give it a new story. Yeah. Mm. 
And I feel like the like well, the whole intervention storyline just didn't make like it's way scarier that they're up there to go camping and have fun versus like an intervention. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could have made the same movie and not called it Evil Dead. I still probably would have been annoyed by it, but I would I would have been significantly less annoyed. Yeah. No, I hear that. Cuz it's kind of like Halloween, like you only really kept like Evil Dead in name and some loose you know, and it took storylines. Like, yeah, and it literally t- like sucked all the fun out of it. I'm like, I you could have made this like campy or at least like amusing and had like a comic relief, and it didn't have anything. Like it's just like we're trying to scare you, we're trying to scare you, we're trying to scare you. Here's some blood rain and done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here's like a little bit of like assumed lesbianism because yeah. that was like a huge like thing in this movie like the girls like almost making out and then the girl being like half like it was very much like i was like this is really weird like it's almost like in nightmare on elm street 2 where it's like you have like all the homoerotic undertones yeah evil dead felt like that that's how evil dead felt i was like this movie ever (laughs) 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 oh my god number two should just be forgotten (laughs) oh it it added enough you know, new elements of the story, and I just, I, I think I just really liked the execution, and the characters were compelling, so that, you know, I, I took the leap, and I, to me, I think that justified it, you know, I guess I, I'm also not as hung up on it not being very true to the source. You also okay. don't have an evil dead tattoo. I, I do not. <laughs> I do. Damn. Therefore, I have to be angry about it. Oh yeah, have you been watching the uh, Evil Dead series? We started it. We haven't finished it. I have the first season on like Blu-ray. Yeah, I've only saw the first episode. I really enjoyed it. I thought yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was like okay, you're basically taking what you had and just building on that story. Plus Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Like, yeah. does he do any wrong? This is true. No. No. Not even when he was in Burn Notice. I loved yeah. him in that. Yeah. Burn Notice was great. Yeah. Actually, my brother one time I was talking to him and he said something about Groovy. I was like, Oh, like Ash, and he's like, Wait, what? And I was like, Oh, it's from a yeah, Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it's from The Evil Dead. So because I told him about that, he went and watched The Evil Dead. He's like, oh my gosh, these are the greatest movies ever. He's like, Army of Darkness is amazing. I was like, I know! So it I was fun I'm bonding. I think I'm the only one on Earth who does not like go crazy for Evil Dead 2. I love Evil Dead. Like The first one, to me, is hands down the best of the series. It's my all-time favorite of the series. And I just don't go crazy. Like Everybody's always like, Evil Dead 2, Evil Dead 2. And I'm like... No, not really. No. Uh-uh. Just not your thing? No. Well, because the first one, he was definitely trying to actually make a horror film. Yes. And then it turned out to be this great B comedy, so then when he went to do the sequel, he just said, fuck it, why don't I just do what works best, and pretty much kind of peeled back the curtain of horror and put a little bit more comedy into it. And then, like, that's when he decided to do, when he did Army of Darkness with the whole, like, well, we'll do serious tones, but also comic effects, which... You know, I think worked out, especially with just like some of the like you know the bad props in that movie, like the skeleton armies just on sticks and stuff like that. So so, I mean, like I think Sam Raimi just kind of just you know, like like you said, he does he does some pretty good stuff. You know, when he he's able to kind of do what he wants to do and not have people be like, nope, you got to do this. Well, yeah, I mean, granted, I mean. Yeah, how how we get shitty movies? Spider Man Three. There yeah, you go. So exactly. um, he's like, this is the movie I wanted to make, but this is the studio movie, so this is why it sucks. Um, oh yeah, another thing I'm curious about. Another, I think it's I'm pretty sure it's a Sam Raimi movie. Uh, Drag Me to Hell. Yes, I saw it. 
I haven't seen it. Long time ago. I don't remember a lot about it. I don't remember being particularly impressed. Okay, I was just curious if it was memorable memorable to you or not. No. (laughs) I worked worked at a movie theater. I'm not going to say which one. Whenever uh, I think I've probably already said on a podcast before, but I worked in a movie theater whenever it came out, so I remember it just because I worked at uh, the movie theater for it. But I was like, eh. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, That's... it was an okay horror movie, but I feel like it could have been a lot creepier if, like, he, like if there had been a little more effort put into it. Either that or just take it the opposite way and make it, like, super campy and funny. I, I feel like, you know, like, the, like, the James Wan and, you know, all of the, you know, people who are doing, like, Conjuring and Insidious and all that, I think that, like, with, like, what they've been doing lately, it's really bringing, like, horror more to the creepiness level versus just being like graphic or scary. Yeah. Like we went through a phase like with horror movies where everything was like, you know, hostile where it was just like really gratuitous violence and yeah. just really bloody like strangers. And- yeah. When, uh, what's it called? When saw came out the first one, which is funny because if you actually watch the first saw, you're like, wow, they really promoted this as a completely different movie than I thought it was going to be. And you actually watch Saw and you're like, this actually was pretty good. Kind of like gave you this intelligent. gave yeah. you this cool kind of twist at the end and literally how oh, it ends. I remember like, seeing it in the movie theater and being like, what, what the, the hell? Fuck? You know, kind of like, thing. And literally, you could have left it at that. Would have been great. And then you're like, nope, let's just build on the gore factor and not care about plot. And then... But, you know, the Saw series did do, like, what, you know, we refer to as, like, the series arc, where mm-hmm. it sucked in the middle, but the end movies were actually pretty good. The last Saw movie was actually, like, a nice little wrap-up, and I did not hate it. Okay. I, I, I stopped watching it five. I, I, I stopped watching it at three, so... so Okay, so four, five are that's awful. That's right before the yes. bounce. Okay. And then six is okay, and then Saw 3D. I saw it not 3D, so yeah. I'm I'm maybe like a little bit biased because I didn't go get that experience. But I actually really liked it. They like wrapped it up really nicely. You know, they tied up all the storylines, and it was just it. It's an enjoyable, fun movie. Like it's which is weird because they're gonna be doing another Saw. Really? Yeah. I don't, I mean, I guess... And I, I don't know if it's supposed to be... They left it open-ended in the sense that, like, there's not, like... They didn't leave it open like a, you know, hey, there's going to be a sequel. Yeah. But they they left it open enough where I guess you could do something, but, well, like, I, it wouldn't make sense. That's the thing. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they're doing a, um, like, right after that one, this is the new thing, or is it this going to be, quote-unquote, another soft reboot? I just remember seeing the thing for Saw again. I'm all like, I thought we finished this. Like, why are we... Yeah. I'm like, and I'm also was like, it hasn't even been that long since it's finished. It's not like yeah. people are all like... Well, they're already talking about rebooting Harry Potter, and I'm like, are you oh kidding my gosh, me? No, no. Like, yes! Oh, yeah. And they're, like, talking, no. like... No. This oh is God. this is the only way you can reboot Harry Potter, and this is the only it's way. Not. No, this is the only way. No, this is the only way I allow it. Is when Harry, Ron, and Hermione get to the age of their parents, and then can play their parents in that movie. That's it. Other than that, fuck your movie. You don't need to do well, this. They have computers for that. They did it in Harry Potter. Speaking yeah, very of... badly though. Yeah. Like, they show them old. I was all like, this looks like a crappy high school play. What happened? <laughs> Did your budget run out? You should have just ended with the beach. Speaking of reboots, though, I just remembered, I finally remembered a reboot that I liked. Poltergeist. Yes! Yes. Yeah, actually, not bad. Not a bad one. I really enjoy. I I will say this. This is the only gripe I had with the movie. Other than that, I really enjoyed it, because I love the first, like, the original. I was like, okay, 
there's no way every anybody has an attic that's just full of fucking clown toys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know about that. I was there like, are people who like, like clowns. I was like, settle so. down with the clown. Like, if you had like maybe two. Speaking where? of clowns, you know what movie I would really love to see? I don't know that I want it remade, but I would love to get a theater re-release. Is Killer Clowns? From I Outer knew Space. you were gonna yeah, say that. Thank you. Like, I would she love. She will not see it. Oh no, my god, it's and so. I'm, Funny. This is the best it's, part about it. When I first watched it, I'm sitting there watching it going like, oh, okay, you know, but you're looking at the clowns, you're looking at the makeup, you're looking at all the stuff, and I'm sitting there going like, okay, I'm not sure if this is supposed to be a comedy or a horror at some parts, because some parts it gets really serious, and then other parts it's just like, I'm a clown, you know, yeah. and they're doing clown shit. They reuse those masks in another horror movie, oh, and I they? can't remember uh, which one it is now, but I, I remember reading about it, like, that basically they had all these masks, so they reused them. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, I thought I recognized that face. Yeah, Killer Clowns for Outer Space. I would love, I would love that. Well, I, I think, think Cabin in the Woods kind of does the same thing, where it's like oh, you're not 100 sure that if movie it's like a horror so or comedy. Brilliant. Yes, oh, I love, I love that. And it's so funny because I'm sitting in the theater and I'm watching it, and there's that one scene where all of the monsters have just come out of the little cages. Oh yeah. yeah. And then it's like the it's like silent, and then that piece of like meat like body part like comes just flying down and goes yeah. splat. I let out the biggest laugh. Ever. And I was the only one in the whole theater who laughed. And it was so embarrassing. I was like, and it was like a stupid guffaw kind of laugh, like, yeah. ah! <laughs> kind of laugh. And I was just like, oh. Well, I do that all the time whenever something like weird happens in a movie. And I'll just start, like, especially in horror movies, I'll just start dying laughing because I think it's hilarious. And everyone else is like, fuck. Oh, like, you're one of those sorry. people that we hate. Well, I, I try not to. That be- happened in our Blair Witch screening. And I was ready to, like, Blair Witch was my first fandom, so seeing well, the new like, one, I was, like, ready to kill people for laughing. I was, like, turning around no, in my no, seat, no, no, like, no. giving the stink eye. I was like, uh-uh. Well, it usually only happens, like, if some bitch, like, is about, it's, like, coming around a corner and she gets her head chopped off. I'm like, ha-ha, <laughs> like, that kind of thing. But it's, like, it's not, like, to ruin the, like, the, the tense t- moment. The tense moment. Okay, it's just forgive because it. I, forgive I, it. It's because I'm, like, this is actually, like, really amusing to me. I have really, oh. like, I have really hard spots <laughs> in my, like, heart for, like, people who laugh during Blair Witch. I'm, like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, I didn't get, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't really I find a spot to one. laugh. Oh, it's so good. good. Oh, but I'm a Blair Witch fan. I even like the second one. So, so like maybe I'm a little bit like maybe I'm a lot biased. Just out of curiosity, though, going back to Cabin in the Woods, which one was either you thought the creepiest or your favorite of those the night the nightmare creatures? Oh, I really liked the ballerina. Me too. I was saying that if I ever get a horror tattoo, I'm gonna get her. But I also really loved in that movie that like all of the little like nightmares were tropes because like you had like the you know like the pinhead style like uh, yeah. What are they called? Cinnabite. Cinnabite. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking deadite, and I was like, that's Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah, we went out, yeah. Cinnamon bites. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, mm, I could go for some Cinnabites. But, like, but so, like, you have, like, that, and then you have, like, you know, like, um, Silent Hill-style characters. Yes. And so, like, I, I felt like watching it, I was like, wow, I really, like, appreciate, like, all of these, like, little, like, like, tributes to horror, as it were. Yeah. And, like... I really enjoyed that movie. Like the more I think about it, it was just a really no. Yeah, it's a it's a fun movie. It's a really just uh, just shits and giggles and stuff like that. Like it just had such a good idea and just a. Like, the premise on it is just so, like, unique and stuff. I think we uh, we actually reviewed that movie, I think, a couple episodes back. But, yeah, just a, that movie. Just, a, just a good good movie and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, I think we're going to wrap this episode up, though. But before we go, uh, you guys plug. Where can people find you if they're looking for you guys on the interwebs? Number2geekswhoeat.com. 
and then on social media at Geeks Who Eat. Awesome. And then you guys have anything else you'd like to promote before we close down or nothing nothing that we can report on yet. Okay. But, you know, Phoenix Comic Con, Revenge of the Fifth, and we'll be at Phoenix Comic Con. So oh. if you wanna come hang out with the geeks and figure out where to eat, we can help you out. Cool. Do you guys <laughs> have a panel or anything going on or just no, kind of walking we around? We kinda of, we kind of got involved a little bit too late, but we'll have a lot of blogs. Okay. Coming out like we're, I think we're gonna do like a you know survival guide for snacks for con because you ah. actually are allowed to bring food. Mm. Oh, so we're gonna do like you know good kind of snacks. We're gonna help people figure out where to go eat. And, okay. You know you don't really yeah. just have to eat at Networks Grill. There's there's, <laughs> there's yeah. more food, food truck eat. rallies that you may not know about. Yes, yes. yes. Oh yeah. There's so, a bunch of different things you can find. And well, we awesome. we may even pull out our Halloween costumes for this. Nice. Because our Halloween costumes were pretty bitch, and we were Bob and Linda from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> yes, and it was That's epic. Awesome. It that was awesome. it was pretty much perfection. Oh my god! Look, okay, look for the Bob Burgers crew. <laughs> at they'll tell you, they'll tell you where you can eat and everything like that. And of course, you can find us on social media as well at Facebook. You know, not another B Horrorcast. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at. Uh, be Horrorcast, and if you want to email us, go to notanotherbehorrorcast at gmail.com, and I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Anna, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Nope. Alright. Do I ever? I, well, actually, no, I take that back. A couple times I've had something to add. Yeah, I was just about to say, I was like, I was going to close out the show earlier, and you're like, I got questions, so that's why... <laughs> I, that's No, you're fine. That's why I asked, do you have anything else you want to add? Because maybe you're like, no, I want to add more shit, so I don't know. Yeah, it's true. So you don't. Okay. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is, but I guess until next time. Carpe noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.